Hey everyone, it's Henry, aka Cairo. Here to remind you to check out the care warnings and transcript in the episode description. Grab a nice hot drink and have a safe listen. Mythale presents Circe's. Episode 21, Finger-Biting Good. Today's recording will be a little different. What you got there, Doc? Today's session will be recorded with Luke Basley regarding his former crimes. You know that it's impolite to ignore people, don't you? It's recorded on the 6th of March, 2023, by Elias Emanuel Short and Cairo Midas Timor. I used to work at a regular fast food chain, one of those that made you reek of deep fryer every time you had a shift. You know, I barely remember what they call that awful place. I wish I had burned it to the ground before those damn cops got a hold of me. <laughs> What's the matter? Do I scare you, doctor? Stick to your story, Mr. Basley, or I will get security to come take you back to isolation. You reek of fear, Elias. It's delightful. I can almost taste it. Mr. Basley, I must insist. Oh, right. You want the story, don't you? Everything that happened to me. That would be rather helpful, yes. Well, I must admit, Elias, I do not remember when or even where this all happened. It seems to have slipped my mind, quite unfortunate for you, I suppose. Let's say it was a few years ago. I would think your staff's got the news article lying around. <laughs> I became rather famous, Doc. Did you see that? I happened to see it, yes. It's nice to know you kept up. It's rather flattering. <laughs> That's quite enough, Luke. Just tell us what happened. We want to know your side of the story. I see. You want to flip the script, hmm? I can't deny I do love talking about myself. And that's hardly a crime. I never suggested that it was. You're a funny one, Dr. Timor. Well, if you insist so politely, I will tell you. I somewhat recall working there for years. I would estimate it all took over about a month's time. Management had been under a few changes. You know how it is in the world of cheap labor, where everyone's disposable. With the new chef came new rules. Oh, and the main subject of our little story, a new special on the menu... I see the way you look at me, Elias. 
I know how you doubt anyone who has ever said something that doesn't fit within your little narrative. But I know you're going to hear me out before you stamp loony on my forehead. I'm experienced with people like you. Don't pay him any mind, Luke. He's just not very open-minded. Then I suppose he must have picked the wrong profession. Most likely, but do continue. We hadn't had a new item on the menu since, gosh, I can't even remember. <laughs> even so, this was going to save the greasy pit from extermination by the higher-ups. Such a funny thought indeed. I suppose I was fit for the job, being a gymnasium dropout and all that nonsense. However, I found my purpose when that smell first flowed through my nostrils. I was alive for one reason, and one reason only, to eat whatever had produced that smell. I do realize that's quite a meaningless existence, but what really defines a good reason to live? We're all just slabs of meat at the end of the day. <laughs> it became the most sold item before any of us could bat an eye. I served thousands upon thousands of them a day. It was pure insanity behind that counter. The customers were like rabid dogs chasing some unfortunate bunny. Have you ever witnessed how desperate humans can get? When we really desire something, we become wild animals. We're no better than the pests within walls who cannibalize their own family the second they're no longer kicking. Am I making you nervous, Elias? Not in the slightest. Good. <laughs> Alright, Luke. Don't make me put you in timeout. Dr. Tamor, I'm seeing you in another light. What a shame. Are you done? Quite so. <laughs> you want me to tell you about the smell that overtook me? Don't ya? If it has anything to do with what followed, then yes, we would love for you to elaborate. Always so polite, Elias. Pleasure. Well, if you insist on getting the full scope, this new item never seemed to leave my mind. I never even bothered to figure out what they made it from. Never really had a care for all that nonsense. At the end of the day, food is whatever we make it. Why care about the specifics of it all? I just stuffed it in the fryer and cooked it till the smell overtook me. The scent still lingers, Elias. It lingers on everything that I am. I fry that delightful flesh-like food day in and day out till my hands were warm and searing with oozing blisters. We cooked it till the scent wouldn't leave anyone who had ever smelled it. I even feel like a thing as I notice the changes. As long as they asked, I would be delivering it. I welcomed them to his feast, and I will one day serve them all. God, what I wouldn't do for a spray bottle right now. He's not a dog, Elias. Hey, with a shot. <laughs> As I was saying, 
you will never truly know what it felt like. Since you hadn't smelled what I smelled, the aroma overtook every sense of my body and I swear I could float on that fluffy cloud of delight. I would suck the meat off the bones till there was nothing left but chewed up scraps of what used to be aforementioned bone. Yet I was never allowed the sweet relief of tasting the item that I spent all day hurling over the desk to those snapping dogs. Their wallets were emptying right into our pockets, stupid animals! Yet I can't say he's a dog. Focus, Elias. Call me whatever you please, Elias. It doesn't matter how much you judge me. You're no better than any of the other watchful pricks that patrol this hellhole. You're well aware why you're under observation, Mr. Basley. That I am. Just get to the case. I would rather not have to put you in the intensive care unit. In a hurry, are we? You know what? Yes, I am. I would prefer to spend as little time as possible near you. Elias? You hurt my feelings. And here I thought you were the polite one. Pity. Calm down, Elias. Would you be so kind as to move on now? Why, of course, Cairo. I wouldn't want to be a bother. Thank you. When you sell an item as desired as this one, at some point, you find yourself unable to keep up with the roaring demand. Must have been a late shift when it happened. I will be the first to admit the details are rather blurry. It was a busy night, so they all tended to blur together. I had been put on the task of cleaning the kitchen for the night. My equally underpaid companion had snuck his way out before I could stop him, and very rudely left me with the task of cleaning that entire hellhole. The exhilarating smell that lingered from the long day's work, which made my stomach growl in anticipation. I tried to stay on track. Somewhere deep inside myself wanting to go back to my sleazy apartment. But the smell grew stronger and stronger. I never cared much if I was able to keep my job in the long run. They didn't pay me enough to earn my loyalty. I decided it was time I got my hands on the food that had been driving me up the wall for so long. I bet you can imagine my disappointment when I found the freezer empty. All the stacks we had delivered of the thing had been wiped clean. That did lead me to wonder where that delicious smell could be coming from. I ran around frantically to find out where the source was in hopes of finding just a crumb of whatever it was I had been serving to thousands of hungry mouths that day. It lingered, and then it hit me. <laughs> the smell was coming from deep within me. My mouth started to water, and that's when clarity hit me like a truck. I was hungry. And I knew exactly what was going to dull that hunger once and for all. If you want to be sentimental about it, I suppose you can say I heard a calling. Calling so deeply rooted from within that even if you carved into my bones, 
You still wouldn't be able to see the depths of its reach. It was just my luck. You can say that my escaped co-worker was such a lazy fool. He had left the deep fryer on. It sizzled and popped before my eyes, daring me to inch closer. Hunger can make you do crazy things. Do you want me to tell you what I did, Elias? I, um, yes. <laughs> I shoved my hand in without even blinking. The oil melted my flesh within seconds. It smelled like deep-fried pork. It burned through the skin as it started to cook my flesh. The shots of pain up my arm didn't even make me flinch. I bet I should have screamed in pain, but I felt complete. I pulled my hand out eventually. My nerve ending had died in a fiery rage, leaving nothing but a cooked carcass behind. I smelled so delightful. My first bite sent me into this bliss I have been seeking ever since I first caught that smell. A moment of completion and purpose. You have never heard his calling, but oh, I so wish you would. If he takes you as his next follower, you have been freed from this mortal prison that is your body. I devoured my fingers, not caring about the snapping of the bone as I sucked the meat off of my body. I knew he was there. Who was there? The man in the shadows. He laughed delightfully, urging me to continue. But I was robbed of my bliss. The fool I took for a co-worker had apparently left something behind and had caught me serving my purpose. He took it upon himself to rob me of my true values. The ambulance arrived before I could finish... I am left with one hand, but no way to finish what I've started. For everyone's sake, I think that is for the better. (sighs) I am stuck in this forsaken straitjacket, being watched over by a bunch of sadistic foyers. Most of you take a sick liking to this, don't you, Elias? Whatever image you have of me, Mr. Basley... I assure you that you are quite frankly mistaken. I would rather there was no need for people like me. But, alas, here I am. No, you are hiding something, Elias. That's enough. I will call the staff back to get him. We won't get any more useful information out of him. He knows, Elias. He knows. He knows, Elias. He knows what you've done. I can't stop thinking about what he said. About what? There was a lot of alarming nonsense coming out of his mouth. He mentioned the man in the shadows. Yeah? Uh, what about it? Don't you remember Jeremy Spring? 
The patient that went missing? I was in charge of reading his letter, the one that was found in his room. Mr. Spring mentioned seeing a man in his room. He called him the man in the shadows. That can't be a coincidence, can it? I see what you mean. Do you think they saw the same person? I know it sounds crazy, but maybe? I will have a read-through of the letter and see if I can find anything. Maybe there was something we overlooked. Right. I... I rather hope he's just insane, really. You and me both. Xerxes is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, share-alike, 4.0 international license. This episode featured Alexander Wallner as Elias Short, Henry Johannesson as Caro Timor, and Diego Herrera as Luke Basley. It was audio edited by Henry Johannesson and El Sari. Manuscript edited by Rita Bauna and Jay Jakobsen. It was written by Alexander F. Bauna. If you like what we do, why not tell your friends and loved ones all about our show? Or perhaps consider supporting us on our Ko-Fi by buying some art or donating whatever you feel comfortable with. Do you want to get to know us better? Follow us on our social media and join our public Discord server. All the links will be in the episode description. Thank you for listening.